This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Uh, let's talk about playoff Jimmy, shall we? Um, is is he the most fun to watch among those types of players when he starts feeling it? You know, I, 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 I I'm I'm getting torn. I, I think <laughs> as I watch more and more basketball, I have different levels of appreciation for different skill sets of different individuals. Like watching. Watching Nikola Jokic to me is one of the best things I enjoy doing just because his skill set is so different and everybody else finds it to be boring. So almost in a way it it makes me as more the person that goes against like the standard or what everybody else is doing all the time. I've learned to really enjoy his game. And I think there's a lot of it, even though he's two time MVP, there feels like it feels like it's undervalued. People still don't give it the recognition that it deserves. So I, I don't know. Like I just find myself watching and appreciating him way more than other players in the league because it doesn't get the same kind of attention nor the highlights all over SportsCenter. No, no question about it. Uh, but what, watching Butler do his thing last night was, um, you can tell, man, the adrenaline that was going through that dude uh, was next level. And he basically single-handedly, uh, put the Bucks on the brink of elimination. If if Giannis is not a hundred percent, is that team does that team look cooked to you? They don't. They 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 don't. And it's the thing that I mean. At the end of the day, I, I'm sitting there looking at this Miami team, and I I get that this has been a season in which you know they've had injuries and they yep. they, they battled kind of been in that in between space. They haven't made some additions, and you get Zeller, you get. Kevin Love in March, and to add some additional pieces, but they're still down their third leading score in Tyler Hero, who is their spark, and you know them losing Victor Oladipo, and I, I still feel like half their team is there, there's there's value there, and I appreciate it, but at the end of the day, I still look at the team as in the Milwaukee Bucks top to bottom, and I believe that they can win three games in a row. I do believe that they are the more sure. complete team. Um, and, you know, two of those three games are back at home in Milwaukee. You get one on the road. Um, I, I, I'm still a, fer- a fervent believer that the Bucks are the better team. And I will be oh. until they get beat. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I picked them to, get, to win the title. So I do. And I didn't, I didn't pick Miami to escape the play-in tournament. I picked them to go out. Uh, here's the thing about me. I don't know. The, the Bucks just kind of went away in the fourth quarter. Last night, they had a double-digit lead, and all of a sudden, the the freight train was coming, and they couldn't do anything about it. Well, the the thing that really bothers me about the whole thing, though, is that they, they Adam, they didn't throw any kind of layer of coverage at Jimmy Butler. So I'm looking at Coach Bud, saying, <laughs> "Are we gonna are we gonna give him a multitude of looks? Are we gonna give him a, a two-man front? We're gonna give him." Double team looks like what? Like right. What is the actual strategy on 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 what we got going on? So I, I think that's the thing that's frustrating about it. Ultimately, it's like you know I, I know that his numbers were great when Drew Holiday was guarding him, but I I also would like to see the Defensive Player of the Year and Giannis stop the one guy who gave you fifty six points in the game and twenty one points in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left to go. I mean, it's not like he's played the whole fourth quarter. He played eight minutes right. and eleven seconds in the fourth. 
and gave them 21 points. And it was mid, midi game. It was ISOs. And I'm just looking at the team saying, okay, like this is a guy who's won a world championship. This is, yep. uh, granted, coming off back injury. Uh, I, I need to see more. I think we're going to get more in game five. Um, and then game six is all these are must-win games. I, I think we'll see a different Milwaukee Bucks team. How much Jay Williams is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show? How I mean, LeBron doesn't play the uh, "I'm going to go back at you" game very often. I don't know if he's doing it in this series, but how much extra do you think LeBron has for Dylan Brooks? I mean, he proved it last night. I I just I found myself Adam last night. I was in my hotel room in the city because I work late. Um, it being like 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, knowing that I had to get up three hours later to go to work, just, right. just in awe, like not trying to break down the game, not trying to think about coming to work and you know what's going to be my headline statement, but just watching in sheer awe of a guy that is three years younger than me, 38 years old, still dominating NBA games on the defensive yep. side of the ball, yep. blocking shots, taking charges, and the one thing that I know is that the Lakers a lot this year have been the model of inconsistency, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have games where they have their foot on the, on the gas. And then it feels like the next game, instead of having even more sense of urgency, they take their foot off the gas and they stop on the break. And last night felt like one of those games, AD, is he going to check out with the hip injury? Uh, Devo couldn't really make shots early. Dennis Schroeder, uh, it couldn't put the ball in the ocean. Um, and all of a sudden, D'Lo made three critical threes down the stretch. And then next thing you know, LeBron James doesn't defer, but he takes it yeah. all the way to the rack. And by the way, the degree of difficulty on that shot, I challenge anybody, try to have a running layup at full force. And as your momentum's taking you underneath the basket, lay the ball softly off the top of the, the box and see, if yep. you can, see how many shots you can make in a row. That's, that's one of the most difficult shots. Um, from, as, as it relates to a layup package. So I just appreciate the aggressiveness, and I appreciate witnessing greatness because, frankly, that's what we're watching. You know, it's funny because, as you mentioned it, I thought the same thing. As LeBron went down the lane, I, I was thinking, where's the help coming from? Why did the help leave? But because LeBron has a history of of just making the right basketball play and a kick out to an open shooter at the wing would have been the right basketball play. Last night, but Lakers didn't have to win last night. A two-two series, the Lakers are still in good shape because they proved they can win in Memphis. But he decided, you know what? This is going to be me tonight. And and, I, and by the way, the, the, the weak side help did come over. He's a defensive player of the year. Adam is Jaron Jackson, and he beat right, okay. Tillman off the dribble. So <laughs> I mean, it's like you beat a six-ten player off the dribble, and then you face another six-ten plus player who's a defensive player of the year who can block shots shots from the weak side. Like, that's that's a 10 on degree of difficulty. <laughs> uh, all right, real uh, real quick to a couple of other uh, series here. By the way, um, you say you watched as a fan a little bit of uh, as a, just admiring that last night. Do you allow yourself to watch as a fan anymore, like a real fan have a rooting interest? Uh, yeah, I always do. I think I've stopped – um, probably about three or four years ago, you know, when you come into media, people tell you you need to be a certain way. Right. And then you become a, a master to everyone, which is not the way to live your life. 
So, you know, I, I, I do, I try to look at things as objective as possible when I'm talking basketball, but I mean, I, I do have biases, right? There are certain styles of players that I appreciate more than other others. Like I, I, I am built from the coach K I'm competitive at everything I do that translates into Kobe Bryant. So when I see players who have talent, who lack the determination or will, to get themselves over the hump, it bothers me. It bothers me when I see players chirp and then they can't, they can be respectful or classy in the way they chirp. But then all of a sudden when they lose, uh, you know, i.e. Dylan Brooks, I, I get pissed off. No, you have to own the loss just as much as you have to own the win. We're, we're there through good times and bad. So there are certain behaviors right. and, and ways to go about the game that I just appreciate more so than others. It's interesting. Uh, so you say you like watching Jokic play for his unusual skill set. Uh, who do you really want to watch play? Like, uh, is there a, a player that, yeah, I'm going to check that guy out? I, so Jokic is one of them. I, I think my favorite player to watch is probably Dame. Just okay. Because it's, it's, Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. It's different, Adam, because first off, I'm on an island by myself. Right. Everybody right. wants me to go somewhere else and we'll see um, what ends up happening with that. But there's been a push back against the status quo. Like I am not, if we were going somewhere and I'm walking by myself and I see 50 people running, like I'm not the person just to start running. I'm the person that what is happening. I might right. be taking a step backwards slowly, but I'm assessing, looking at what's, what are people running away from so I can make my own evaluation? And for me, frankly, that's why I appreciate Dame. It's like in the world we live in where everybody's telling you, well, you need to do it this way. Like, this is how we win championships. I'm watching him say, no, there are other ways that I want people to view legacy. Here's how I view my legacy and what's meaningful to me. So the, the game speaks for itself, but it's more of the mentality and the approach um, that I appreciate more than anything. Yeah, it's it is remarkable that I mean Portland missed out on everything this year, and Dame's like, no nah, man, this is where I want to be. So I give him tons of credit for being that guy. I know there are there are people who will look at it in, in a, a nefarious way that he doesn't want to win. Uh, I think he does. I think he wants to win there. I think he wants to give that a go. Uh, all right, um, Golden State won both games at home. They got Draymond Green back. I kind of feel like Sacramento missed their opportunity in game three, um, but maybe not. Maybe the Warriors just can't win on the road. How do you see that? I mean, I, more importantly, De'Aaron Fox with the, the, the fractured finger. That's a, that's a, that's that's, a big thing. That's bad. Yeah. That's, that's, a really, that's a really big thing. I, I said I thought game three was a must-win for Sacramento. People looked at me as if I was crazy because they thought that had to be a must-win for Golden State. But I also alluded to the fact that a must win for Sac meant that 
without Draymond Green, it was it was a moment in which they could put a stranglehold on the series. And I just felt like if the Golden State Warriors won that game, that would inevitably lead to more of a momentum swing. And that's what that team needs, right? Uh, they need momentum. I mean, Wiggins was a uh, shot away from winning games. So it's like the game's being so close. And now with the Aaron Fox with a hand injury, I just feel like I, I, I expect a more experienced team to win those games. And Kevon Looney has been special. And I give Damon Green a lot of credit. You know, a lot of players, when they come back from injury at them as starters, there, there's a lot of ego at stake. Uh, mm-hmm. So regardless of how it happened, um, now Draymond tells the side of the story that he told head coach Steve Kerr that he wanted to come <laughs> off the bench. But, you know, game three, when a guy has 20 rebounds and nine assists, yeah. um, that style is working. And Draymond recognized that. And those are the type of plays and moves that are made throughout series that inevitably lead to champions. And we could be finding ourselves talking about Golden State back in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, we absolutely could. Uh, and I, I, Golden State and the Lakers in the second round of the playoffs oh, could be crazy. absolutely amazing. Uh, do you think the Bucks have a chance to beat the Knicks in the next round, Jay? Um, I just want to see the Bucks take care of the team right in front of them that is up 3-1. And right. I'm not going to be that disrespectful on national radio, Adam, uh, and just start you know penciling in the Bucks. I, I think they could win three games in a row, but they have to go no, out they and can. do it first. They, they absolutely can. They're, uh, Giannis is the – Embiid's going to be the MVP, but Giannis is the Agreed. best player in the league, I think. Agreed. Um, Agreed. So. We're on the same page. All right, all right, man. I'll let you go. Uh, appreciate right, your time. Best to, best Thanks, to you, man. and I'll talk to you Thanks, soon. Man. Okay, you man. got it. Bye-bye. Jay Williams here on the Adam Gold Show. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com.